Greetings, traveler. Welcome back to the end of the seven hey. dice. Hey, Nobody here. forgot you, wing over. Hey. Just, just hold on. Sorry about that. Once again, chairs are all set up at the back. Have yourself a good one, traveler. Oh my God, take forever. Jeez. Welcome, traveler. Took you long enough to get here. This is the final installation, and the boat's almost all ready, so I want to kind of hurry this up. Today, I shall tell you the tale of Emzy, the Gith Yankee Ranger, hunter of abominations and illithid. Whenever that man catches scent of a mind flare, nothing will stop him. He will drive at an obsession to kill those creatures, which is kind of an issue sometimes, you know? Like, you have dinner plans, and suddenly this guy just shows up. Hey, I have to get going, but we even planned this for like three days in advance. Just speaking from experience is all. But alas, let me regale you the tale of Emzy, the Gith Yankee Ranger. Emzy, the Gith Yankee Ranger, a soldier to his people first and a resistance member second. Born into the war that plagues his people, Emzy has known little else besides the bloodshed and the hunt that his people face each and every day. The war-hardened veterans who raised him instilled a hatred for the Mind Flare that once enslaved his people, but have also inadvertently raised him to believe strongly in freedom, no matter the race. Torn between duty to his kind and loyalty to a queen who has led them for centuries, Emzy has begun meeting regularly with resistance leaders along with his friend and comrade Zinn. With a new perspective offered to him by his newfound friends, Emzy has begun to see the illusion that has been cast over his people once more, and the reality that slavery never went away. The slaver just changed their mask. A queen who has forced the brave warriors into undying servitude or the cursed existence of an undead wretch is no better than the eldritch beings who chain their minds and use them as pawns. Now, with conviction in his heart and a blade in his hands, he joins his brothers and sisters in seeking true freedom, no matter the cost. So, let's go ahead and have you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your character, Emzy. Emzy, like you said, is a Githyanki soldier. He was raised on the martial plane, or material plane. And he was raised with a hatred for elithids. And the person who trained him and his peers talked about slavery a lot. And how, how his people were just, they were slaves. Like, they just, they had absolutely nothing. They were, you know. They were pretty much just pawns to the mind <laughs> there. Yeah. So what does MZ look like? He's very, very gaunt. He's almost just looks like a skeleton wrapped in some flesh with a little bit of muscle. He's tall. He's about six foot two, right around there. So he's got some length to him. He has jet black hair that's very unkept or messy. And um, he has brown eyes. And his skin is a yellowish, greeny tone. His armor, he wears uh, scale mail. And it's covered in just very beautiful gems, like it was made with with an eye for detail. And it was made with someone who really cared about what they were doing. And that's the same as his sword and short sword. He calls his long sword Tracker because back when um, he got first got taken on a hunt uh, with a group of his peers, it was MZ that got everybody on the right track when they got lost in the Underdark. 
and they found the Illithids and killed three of them. But none actually died by MZ's blade, but it was him that, that led the group to them. Recently, in the small town of Pithra, in the world of Greyhawk, you've actually heard of an Illithid sighting. And it's not uncommon for you and your people to hear about Illithid sightings in different worlds and hunt it down, but what made this one a little bit different is that not only was an Illithid seen above ground, which was odd, but it had a group of Deirger dwarves with it. And these are also subterranean creatures, so the fact that they were wandering around above ground near a known town just hit off all sorts of red flags. So you and a team of four others have been sent to go in, locate this illithid, any others of its kind that are in the area, and just wipe them out. There's a known subterranean tunnel that's in the area, so they've directed you to there. So the people in your group is your close friend, who is Zin, Z-I-N, and three others, Jirik, Tylil, and Nidrith. When you get brought down there, essentially, what they do is they open up a basic rudimentary portal to this nearby area, and manipulating the astral realm that you're living on, you're able to instantaneously appear there. And when you appear, it's the middle of night. You look over to your right, and there's a small town of Pithra that had reported the sighting of the Illithid. It's strange for these filthy creatures to walk on the surface in such an open manner, but that was their mistake. And you know, just off to the south, there's a entrance to the subterranean world. So you're tasked to locate this colony and wipe it out. I'd say that's a big mistake on their part. They should be living in fear of us now. Your companions are all checking their gear and making sure everything's ready for them to go down into the Underdark, and your friend Zin looks over at you. They're really sloppy this time. Good. Easy prey. It's never easy with these things. Well, lead the way. Okay, I will start leading the way. Did you make a survival check for me? Uh, 19 altogether. So you have no problem finding it. So you go down this well-beaten path, and after traveling through it, it leads you through these sparse woods and brings you to the mouth of this cave. It's got a very steep entrance leading in, damn near a slide going into the darkness, and it seems to go on for miles. Tell everyone to be careful, watch your step, and let's find this bastard. I'll uh, start to lead the way into this cave. Okay, what's your passive perception? 15. So as you walk through these underground tunnels, the air gradually gets cooler and cooler as the moisture begins to pick up. The tunnels maintain a steady size for the first few miles that you guys are traveling, but then they start getting progressively bigger. You see signs of recent excavation. It's very clear that they're making really fast progress on these tunnels. You see there's an assortment of shovels, utensils, pickaxes, but they all look like they're for smaller creatures. Nothing about your size or so. Okay, can I make a survival check to learn the number of creatures and how long ago they've been in this area? Sure. Uh, 11. You can't quite tell the number of creatures. It's obvious there's a fair bit of traffic that's going through here. The tunnels themselves seem to be very new, very recent. From what you can see, these tools are used for the basic digging out of stuff, but it looks like a lot of these walls and areas are being shaped with magic, which is making it hard to read tracks. What you do find is it looks like there is a fresh set of tracks and it looks like they're dragging something along. 
I will take my long sword out and tell everybody to follow me, and I guess we'll follow these tracks. They give you just a quick nod, being that this is normal procedure. They all draw their weapons and start following the tracks. As you start heading further and further, you see this dragging mark is very erratic. Sometimes it goes to a wall, sometimes it will look like it's knocked over a few things. As you travel on for maybe just another 10 minutes, you suddenly hear a shovel being knocked over, and this humanoid stumbles out of the darkness towards you, waving their hands. So this humanoid clearly sees all of us? Yeah, it's aware of your presence. You are a bit too far away, even with your dark vision, to make out any real details. Who are the people in my group? Are they all fighters? Yeah, they're all just trained in combat, so they're just an assortment of different kinds of fighters. Okay, I guess we'll move in on this thing or person. As you begin to get closer, you actually see that this person who's slowly moving towards you, dragging their leg, is a gif. But this poor soul must have been captured by the Mind Flares recently. You see tentacles are hanging around their mouth, and their skin has begun to take on a purplish, grayish hue. Their eyes are cloudy, and as he steps forward, you see noticeable wounds all over the body. You hear this voice, Brothers, brothers, I must inform you. And he collapses down to one knee. So this person, sorry, the way you described it, it almost seems like they're turning into an illithid? Or he's just covered in illithid parts? It looks like he's in the middle of a transformation. Your friend Zin rushes up, and looking over him, he looks back over at you and says, MZ, he, he probably has whatever the hell they put in people's heads in him. It doesn't look like he's turned yet, but I don't know how long he has. Can you get anything out of him? What was he trying to say? So he helps sit him down and prop him up against just an ore cart. This hybrid gif looks up at you. The Illithids, they've constructed another vessel. One to carry them amongst the stars. This tunnel is their runway. Were you the group that was set in to rescue us? We're here to track down some Illithids. Is this ship here? How do you know this? I, I came in here, I think a month ago. I don't know, I haven't seen the sun in so long. I seen it just as they were dragging me off. They killed all my comrades. I don't know why they saved me, but... Just a day ago, I heard a loud explosion and that ship wasn't there anymore. But a strange, strange illithid showed up just recently. I pull out my short sword and I crouch down and look him in the eyes. What type of illithid? This strange one. He came to the, their enclave the other day. It carried itself in a way I've never seen before. More than confidence as if this thing had control. But they all listened to whatever it was preaching. They just sat and listened. And then last night they consumed their own. They all took part in consuming their elder brain. I could hear its shrieks in my mind. And they wouldn't stop. I thought my head would explode. And then suddenly the control over me was gone. And all the other slaves were freed too. We all broke out. I had to make it. I had to bring you their news. They're eating their leaders. The Lithid are revolting against the Elder Brains. What? You see the other ones just look at each other really nervously. And Nidra says, that doesn't happen. The, the Lithid are slaves to the Elder Brain. They couldn't just tear it apart. Please, 
I'm too far gone. Give me, give me a good death. Put my blade in his chest. He leans into it as you sink your blade into him and just gives you a short nod before he collapses down to the ground. And you see as the blood is leaking out of him, normally it's more of a reddish color, but his has turned into like an inky black. Hmm. Foul creatures. As you stand up and you're wiping off your blade, you look back and you notice that Jirik isn't there. I look to Zin and ask if he saw where he went. Saw where who went? Jirik. Not here. Who's Jirik? What? The other... What? I look at him like, don't don't piss me off right now, Is it's not the time to play games. Tylil and Nidrith look at each other. Tylil says, it's just been us four. Who's Jirik? Did that thing get in your head? Where's Jirik? Zin comes up and he's looking in your eyes, trying to maybe discern if you're under some kind of control or illusion. And he waves his hands in front of you. I don't know what that blood did to you, but you're acting strange. MZ, we don't have time for this. If what this brother said was true, then these free Lithid are going to come after us. They're going to come after everyone. We don't need a mindless army of these creatures rushing at us. Yeah, I agree. And I look down the cave from the entrance where we came in. And then I just look farther down the tunnel where we have to go. This cave is a one-way as well. There's nowhere he could have went. Just very confused right now. Uh, they motion for you to lead the way. Okay, let's go. And I, I start leading the way. And even though I'm, I'm a ranger for everyone who doesn't know, and uh, my favorite enemy is Aberrations. And for Natural Explorer, I took the Underdark. So even though I'm, I should feel very at home right now, I know what I'm doing. I'm very confused and lost right now. Uh, just very, very confused. Was that the first time that MZ had seen someone in the middle of a transformation to a mind flare? Yeah, he's never seen anything like that before. While you're walking, Zin will explain to you. That's how they breed. They take one of those little tadpole things from the Elder Brain. You put it inside your head. It eats the brain, becomes the brain, and then you become the illithid. I don't even know half the things that we've killed. They could have been ogres. They could have been other gith. They could have been humans. The illithid is the brain. Come on, let's go. So you guys travel for quite a long time, and this tunnel seems to go on forever. And finally, you hit a point where you're just too tired. Everyone needs to sit down and rest. I think it's time that we made camp. I don't want to run into these things while we're exhausted. Fair enough. And uh, I'm very uneasy right now. And I'm not really resting. I'm just kind of standing, watching down the tunnels, just eager to keep going. I feel like, I f kind of feel like this group is slowing me down right now. They're not as passionate about killing these lithids as I am. Sensing your ease, your friend comes up to you. If you can't sleep yet because of that thing, then you might as well take first watch and we'll all get some rest. But do try to get some rest tonight, because the last thing we need is for you to fall because you were too tired to hold your blade. I'll take first watch. They set up camp. You have a very dim burning fire, and it's just for like a bit of warmth, because while you're in these tunnels, it starts getting fairly cold. As you watch over your comrades sleeping, 
you hear this shuffling coming from further down the tunnel. Suddenly, you see this white-robed, iridescent figure walking into view. They have a very plain, pallid white mask and a white hood pulled up. And they stand about 20 feet away from you and stand motionless. In under common or deep speech, I'll just say, uh, make yourself known or I will kill you. They take one step forward and say, I am truth. Make a perception check. <laughs> Ten. Okay. I'm gonna nudge my companions, try to sort of kick his in. He doesn't seem to wake up. And I will kick him harder. <laughs> Now you see it, when you kick him, he moves with enough force that, you know, you would have hurt him a bit, and then his body freezes in mid-roll going over. And you look over and you see the fire, the small, low-burning fire, it seems to be frozen. I pull out my longsword and shortsword, and I look at this person named Truth. I have come to talk to you, MZ. And who are you? He holds his hands open in an open position where he doesn't have any weapons and slowly walks up. He gets about 10 feet away from you, still has his hands in an open, peaceful gesture. I am the herald of a king that has recruited you for a war. This hunt you do with your people, you serve a greater purpose than this. What war? A greater purpose than this? I'm fighting for my people right now. If you refuse to participate in this war, your people, your astral plane cities built on dead gods, will all be destroyed. The dead gods will arise, and they will serve these greater beings that we fight. You must aid us. You are key to bringing down their god, the one that sleeps. An illithid god? He takes another couple steps towards you. I say I'm not your friend, and you need to step back. You need to stop wasting time with these things, MZ. It is time that you fight greater aberrations. It is time you put your skills to use instead of being a tracker for this small, meager war. Now you will fight a war that crosses the stars. You said something about Elithids worshipping this god. What god? Their god sleeps in the ocean. He's a winged demon. They worship him. He's known as Cthulhu, but he is but a small piece in this war, but it will be one of the things you must stop. You are essential in stopping him from waking up, unless you wish to leave your people to its fate. I would die for my people. Then give me your left hand. And he holds out his hand to take yours. Very hesitant right now, like with everything that's gone on so far, I'm just supposed to trust some random person coming up to me saying these things. It's not like he looks normal either. Yeah. You notice there's no eye holes in that mask as he's now gotten closer. I take a five foot step back and tell him to take his hood off. He takes his hood off. You see the mask that he's wearing goes completely to the back of his head. He's wearing a mask? That's what it looks like. It looks like a, an old stage play mask, but it has no eye holes. What are you? Where do you come from? I am truth. I come from a plane you cannot begin to fathom. Hmm. Why are you hesitant to save your people? I thought you were the most, the one with the most potential out of the recruits I have been sent to collect. There's more? Yes. Who? 
cast out dwarf, a fallen hero, and a musician past his prime. Where are the Illithids in here? How do I know you're not with them? Like, what is, what is going on right now? I'm just... They're waking up. Where is... I just stick out my hand. He walks up to you. He takes your hand. And when he takes your hand, he grabs onto the left one and begins to squeeze it. And it feels like he's suddenly breaking every bone in it. Your hand is burning. The top of your hand feels like it's just been branded. And just as you feel like you can't take much more and your legs are starting to get wobbly, he lets go and your hand is back to normal. Though there's still a throbbing on the top of it. Now, does MZ wear gloves or is he usually barehanded? Barehanded. So you can see very clearly what's on top of your hand. There's a small sphere in the center and three tendrils coming off of it. Two going in one direction and one going in the other. And they all look like they're slowly moving as if there's a slight wind to it. What have you done? What is this? You have been enlisted for the war. When you leave this mortal coil, you shall join the front lines. Do not fail us. And he begins to walk away. Okay, I just don't really know how to feel about all this right now. But I look down at my companions and everything is still just like we're in another realm almost. When you look down at your companions, you only see Zin. I'll, I'll try to wake him up. He groggily wakes up and... What? What's the matter? Where is everyone? What are you talking about? Our companions, where are they? We came here on our own. We defied orders from the resistance. We came here to save the ones who were captured before us. Can I make an insight check? You can. No, I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking that something's going on. Well, something's obviously going on. But, like, I strongly, strongly hate aberrations, especially mind flares. Am I under some spell or something right now? And, or there's some kind of wool over my eyes and our three companions were actually the mind flares? Or something like that is going on and I'm just, you know. Why don't you make an insight check? Like I said, um, I don't have anything in insight. I didn't choose that one, so. It'd just be your wisdom modifier. Uh, 15. You're thinking you remember everything crystal clear. After all, it's not even been a day. You came here with your companions. You've always had this group of five. Everyone's been communicating Mm -hmm. with each other, so it's not like it was an illusion or something. You're very certain. Mm -hmm. You're not under any sort of spell effect, but at the same time, you're no mage. Mm Mm-hmm. No, not... I'll slap Zen really hard and say, Snap out of it, our companions... He just, he takes this slap to the face and he just looks, what, what, what was that, MZ? What companions? We came here on our own. Think about it. Think about it really hard right now. He stops to think after seeing how serious you are about this and thinks for a moment. No, no, we came here on our own. We defied orders from the resistance. We managed to sneak intel and we came here to save the people who are captured by these things. We came here with three other people. MZ, I don't know what this tunnel's doing to you, but there was no one here. You're the one who's confused right now. Don't put this on me. He glares at you and says, get some sleep. 
I'll cover the rest of the watch, and then we're moving out immediately. We're moving out now. He begins to pack up his stuff, and as he's packing it up, you see there is only your bedrolls that are there, and only your supplies. There's no other weapons, no bedrolls or anything. There's there's no tracks or anything like that? Uh, you can make a survival check. Uh, 23 altogether. Because of your weird, crazy eagle eye, you notice where your two previous companions were. It looks like a wind came from up above and has blown the dirt away in every other direction. I'll grab Zinn and I will point this out to him and I'll be like, look. Oh, sh-. so you see him. He's looking at that and he looks at it for a long moment and then he looks at you. You see his eyes begin to widen. Tylil, Nidrith. And then I say, think about it. We came here with three other companions. What's happening, MZ? Why did I forget them? And I just look at him and I say, let's go. He shakily grabs his stuff and quickly follows right after you. Why didn't you forget? Because I care about our people. Stares at you for a second, gives a quick nervous nod. Well, it seems like you must care about them an awful lot to be able to avoid whatever kind of illusion this is or mind-affecting magics. You need to be more perceptive. But there was no signs of a scuffle, no fighting. You were right there. How could they have just disappeared while you were there? We're not fighting warriors. As you continue down this tunnel, it seems to stretch on for quite a while. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. That's just con, right? Yeah, unless you're proficient in it. I don't think you are as a ranger. No. Not, uh, 19 altogether. So you're used to your very militant training. You've been awake for a few days before, so this doesn't seem to bother you too much. And as you're going down, you've been to the Underdark before. It's always teeming with things that want to eat you, enslave you, or worse. And as you think this to yourself, the tunnel begins to level off finally from this steep slope, and it opens up to this massive cavern with this ancient stone city. It looks like it's begun to fall into ruins. Walkways have crumbled and cracked. The walls are cracked and broken all over. And any sort of abode there is, the roofs and walls have caved right in from age. I thought these towns that they live in were supposed to be kept very well. I don't know. Be careful though. Let's stay along the wall of the cavern for now. Don't walk into the open. He nods to you and starts walking along there with you. Make a stealth check. Uh, 17. So you're fairly well hidden, and you're sneaking along the edge, and you see there's one key path that seems to open up every now and then while you're walking throughout these uh, buildings, and they all lead into this large center of this town. Looks to be some sort of town square. What do you think, Zen? Should we follow this path in? Doesn't seem like there's anything else out here. We might as well sneak in there. Keep your head down, be quiet. So going off the same stealth check, you guys sneak on into there. And as you sneak into the center of the town and it gets to the center, standing just a little bit a ways away from you is a mostly eaten, twitching elder brain. Long black tentacles lie on the ground, twitching sporadically, leading up to the remains of what was a giant, highly intelligent brain-like creature that your people have learned to loathe. 
Majority of it has been ripped apart in multiple directions, and the bits and pieces are strewn about on the ground. He wasn't lying. I just... I mean, this doesn't even make sense. I tell Zin to stay in front of me, and... Or actually, I'm... I'm just gonna take like a, a little bit of a step back so that I make sure that he's in my sight. I'm just, I have a weird, bad, bad feeling about this right now. So you're gonna let him lead the way? And I don't want him to, yeah, I don't want him to disappear on me. He doesn't have to lead the way, but I just don't want him to, you know, leave me. Zin slowly draws his greatsword off his back, and he looks back at you and says, Something's off. I don't like this. There's not even any of the slaves around or anything, and I don't see any sign of a giant ship. I'll pull my swords out too. What do you suggest? And just as you guys are talking, out of the corner of your eye, you see a figure floating down from the ceiling. We see the ship floating down from the ceiling? Uh, no, you see a humanoid floating down. Oh, a humanoid. Is he in all white again? No, this one appears to be wearing black and green. Is everything like, as time sort of froze over again? You look over and Zin seems to be moving. He seems to be breathing and staring at it. So it's just floating down? What's it like doing? As it starts to get closer, you see that this is another one of those lithid, but they're even taller than one of their natural average kind. They have long draping tentacles that go down to where their feet are, and their robe is black and green. And the thing that stands out the most about this creature though, is these small bat-like wings that are extending from its shoulder blades. And floating alongside him are three Githyanki corpses that you recognize as your teammates who all appear to have the contents of their head missing. And a voice rings through your head and you hear, Ah, I'm sorry slaves, but the main course is done. Though I suppose I do have room for dessert. And he slowly lands just near the Elder Brain. And I need initiative. Good, because I was going to say I'm going to charge him. This look of pure hate on my face. I got 14. Let's see what these guys get. So Zin reacts first, and he charges forward with his greatsword, screaming at this creature. And you're actually really surprised because this creature, whereas it looks very intimidating and formidable, Zin just goes in and cuts right into it, and you see this blackish blood flow right out of the creature as it hisses and backs away a few steps. And then it goes to your turn. Okay. Swords out. And I charge him as well. Seven. Seven does not hit. When you go in to swing for him, he holds out one of his hands and your sword stops in the air. And then bounces back towards you. The elithid turns towards Zin. And it just strikes out with all of its tentacles at once like a whip. And it smashes into him. And you see Zin suddenly go flying and he hits against one of the small little houses, and you hear this audible snap, and he stares at you with a wide face as he falls to the ground, trying to get up, but his legs are just dangling there. I'm just shaking in anger, 
maybe deep down he's MZ's frightened as well, but just angry, just absolutely angry. You hear this laugh echo out from inside his head, and it says, You keep sending group after group to entertain me. The fun never ends, but we have awoken. The brain shall chain us no more. He shall awaken. And it goes back to your turn. I just keep trying to stick my blade in him. What did you get? Ten. Ten is a miss. So he keeps just deflecting your blade with some kind of telekinetic barrier. And then he goes in to attack you. Uh, What's your AC? Sixteen. He goes and just punches you right in the stomach, gets really close to you at this blinding speed and then slowly pulls back, and you take eight points of damage as you feel the contents in your stomach just slowly come up. You hear Zin trying to get up, and he's just, he keeps trying to get up and collapses. His legs seem to be broken, or it's spine, you're not sure. You see him. He pulls out this fist-sized white stone, and you hear him call out, I accept the deal. My body is yours to share. Just kill that beast. And you see this stone float up in the air, and it slowly turns into an obsidian, and then slams right into Zin's chest, and you hear him crying out in pain as this fist-sized stone sinks in where his heart should be. And with this strangled breath and a few cracks, his legs seem to go back to the right position, and he stands up and grins. This, this is power. Emzy, with this power we can... And suddenly his eyes go wide as this gray, bristling, dried out beard bursts from his face and his hair quickly changes to the same. His eyes change to this sickly yellow color and his skin seems to stretch and get very taut on his face and the rest of his body. And he lazily smiles and looks over at the illithid. Is he still sleeping? And you hear the voice echo. Not for much longer. And you hear this strangled choking sound coming from this creature while it makes a laugh with Zin's body going, (laughs) We'll see. And then you hear the voice echo in your head again and says, You do not belong in this time. And he takes a few steps forward and says, I never do. And it goes back to your turn. Um, I just kind of look down at my hand quickly, or glance down on it, and just ponder on a decision that I made. (laughs) And um, I will, debating on turning around and running, but I just, I have to kill this elephant. I have to kill it and I will take another swing at him and just like screaming and yelling. Roll the hit. Uh, 17 this time. You hit him at last. Ooh, three points of damage. Ah, yeah. Or no, yeah, yeah, three points of damage. Whatever transformation has just happened to your friend, it's finally one of those things that just pushes you over the brink you feel like you could die here and now 
So with everything in you, you just start slashing at this Illithid again and again and again, and this psychic barrier slowly caves in, and he surprisingly looks over at you, and you feel that symbol on your hand throb more and more and more until you break through it and just have the slightest cut across him. But enough for him to actually turn over and look at you and be like, Oh, I see. It looks like we all made a deal. And then you see your friend, or at least what once was, charge up at this unbelievable speed, and it's just screaming the whole way. And it runs up to this illithid, and the illithid holds out its hand, and you actually see the air itself shatter as if it was made out of glass around him. And it grabs his arm and rips it off like it was a play toy and grabs his other arm and rips it off and starts beating him down with it. Just making this choking sound again and again, just hell, <laughs> it's just beating him with its own arm. And then it takes his head. And while this thing is struggling and calling out in this language that you somewhat understand, but it's still the dialect's a little off. You can make out words like no, you're not supposed to be here. Uh, curse you, ghoulish one. And you see it rip off the head of the illithid. And then this black blood just shoots out of this creature and coats you and your friend. And he just stares up, letting the blood go over him, smiling. And his teeth look yellowed and gnarled and slightly broken in a few places. Zin, what have you done? He turns towards you like he forgot that you were there. And he puts his hand inside the illithid's head and said, I'm sorry, Zin can't come to the phone right now. And he just flaps the tentacles towards you. I don't think he'll ever talk to you again because, well, I consumed him. He looks at the body and you actually see bits and pieces of it are melting here and there and just sloughing off into the ground. They never last. As he's, you know, making this mockery of this illithid in front of you while his own body is beginning to decay, he looks down at your left hand that has this slight yellowish glow, and his smile just fades. What? What is that? Does that conniving little shit think he's going to get more? He had his chance. There are rules for a reason. And he starts to move towards you slowly. I'm gonna start backing up. What are you talking about, Zin? Talk to me, buddy. What's going on? You can tell that spoiled brat, his days of playing commander are done. He's losing this war. And he reaches for you and grabs onto your shoulder with one hand and his other hand hunches into you and there's a sudden shock and a feeling of pain and his fist goes through the other side and you feel something snap in your back and suddenly you don't feel your lower half anymore and your legs are just dangling in the air while he's holding you up and he gets really close to you. You see his skin is beginning to crack and tear One of his eyes is beginning to melt away. You will not participate in this war. 
and you hear him crush something and suddenly all your vision starts to fade to black and you feel the sensation that you're falling i think it's fair to say that i am very frightened right now poor emsey of course this will only fuel his hatred for the illithid but what can you do if that man hadn't shown up inside of Zin's body, perhaps, perhaps they could have done something, but unfortunately, that was Emzi's fate, for now he can join the war. Now the introductions are complete, and soon, when you come back here in just a week's time, I shall tell you the tale of how these otherworldly heroes meet. So join me in one week's time for the story of The Beginning where our four heroes shall meet. If you wish to hear more of my thoughts streaming across the nethersphere, you can find me on Twitter at Ballad7Dice. And if you feel like leaving me a electronic review, you may leave it on the iTunes for Ballad of the Seven Dice. I look forward to seeing you, travelers, and I bid you adieu.